I was in a really crap mood yesterday. Woke up a little later than I had planned. It was a Sunday, so we really didn't have a whole lot going on. I thought, just going to be lazy, just chill out, maybe read some, maybe watch some TV, uh, you know, Netflix and chill with Kim. <laughs> and then uh, my kids, my adult kids, started texting me and wanted to all of us to go play dominoes at my parents' house. And I just didn't want to go. It wasn't what I wanted to do. But my, I woke up in the crap mood. I, I woke up in a crappy mood of my own doing. I'm not blaming anything, but that's just the way I woke up. And it started when I realized that I had overslept. Uh, I didn't want to sleep that late on a Sunday morning. And I took that mood and wrapped it around me and wore it for a few hours. And so when they started saying about uh, talking about going to my parents' house to play dominoes, I was just like, ugh, I just don't want to go. I even told Kim, I was like, I was like, I know uh, not that big of a deal. It'd be fun, but I just don't want to go. I just want to stay home. And I was snippy about it. So anyway, we were going to go. Everybody was waiting downstairs for me to get ready. I come downstairs and notice the dishwasher is making a loud noise. Check it, full of water. <laughs> I thought, immediately I realized what had happened. My mood preceded what I experienced in the physical world. Neville Goddard, in his lecture, Game of Life, he says, become aware of what you're thinking, and you will recognize a law between your mood and your surrounding circumstances. Then you will predict with certainty, because you know certain events being in harmony with your mood must appear. Everything, whether a living being or an inanimate object, such as a book, must appear to bear witness to your mood. I'm going to read it again. I kind of jostled it. Become aware of what you were thinking and you will recognize a law between your mood and your surrounding circumstances. Everything, whether a living being or an inanimate object, like a dishwasher, must appear to bear witness to your mood. And I could have bought into the broken dishwasher, gotten even in a more sour mood, and then that was my perfect excuse to stay home, you know? There it is. I get to stay home today and work on this damn dishwasher. But I recognized what happened. I, as I'm under the cabinet, looking, peering into the backside of the dishwasher, it hit me like, hey, goofball, you totally did this. So I didn't make it about the dishwasher. I didn't imagine the dishwasher working perfectly. I could have, but I wanted to go back and revise how I started my morning. I wanted to change that mood. So lying there with a flashlight in the dark cabinet, I went back in imagination, put myself back on my bed, and woke up again in a good mood, happy to face the day, which is what I like to do. That's how I prefer to wake up. So I did that a few times until it took on the tones of reality. I made it real. And then I went forward in imagination, still under the cabinet, and looked at my phone 
the first text I got about going to my parents' house. And instead of the negative uh, reaction that I'd first given, I changed it. I revised that to, oh, cool, that'll be fun. And I didn't say it out loud. And I didn't even say it out loud in my imagination. I didn't Im imagine me saying it. I just took that feeling of, oh, cool, yeah, that's cool. Let's do that. And just changed the feeling, my reaction to the text. So I revised how I woke up. I revised my reaction. I revised a change from me saying, no, I don't want to go, to, yeah, that'll be fun. Turn the dishwasher back on. And it's working fine. It gets right back to work. Not a problem at all. And then we pack up and go to my parents' house. So the mood precedes what you see in the physical world. Your mood is based on what you're imagining, how you feel about yourself and your world. So it all starts within each one of us. You're in a bad mood because you're imagining something that's getting you that way. I woke up in a, just a funky mood. I woke up upset that I was late getting up and Kim had to go run some errands. I didn't like that. All these things and it's just like, Arr! I didn't get to spend time with her this morning. And so I worked myself up into that crappy mood and I saw an immediate reaction in the physical world. Uh, it presented itself in the broken dishwasher but I revised it and completely changed the day. I love that. I'm gonna read the quote one more time. If you search Neville Goddard's, if, uh, his lectures, if you have his lectures on a PDF form, there are books, plenty of books too. Uh, you can just do a word search for mood. He talks about it a lot. In fact, if you, I have, I don't know, there's 300 lectures, I think, in PDF form. I have those and I have all of the, or at least 130 or whatever of his audio lectures, recordings from his lectures from the 60s and early 70s. So if you if you don't have them and you want one, message me. You can email me at feelingtwisty at gmail.com or just message me on Instagram. It's uh, feelingtwisty on Instagram. So anyway, the quote, become aware of what you're thinking and you'll recognize a law between your mood and your surrounding circumstances. Yeah, I did. Then you will predict with certainty because you know certain events being in harmony with your mood must appear. Everything, whether a living being and, or an inanimate object, such as a book or a dishwasher, must appear to bear witness to your mood. And that's from The Game of Life. Another quick story. Uh, I love, you know, I've, I'm sure I drive my family crazy because I'm always talking about this. That's all I ever want to talk about is the power of imagination and realizing. I grew up in church, okay, so the Bible was a big deal to me. I studied it. I used to love doing that. I still do, but now with different eyes, I'm seeing the deeper meaning of it. And um, so I'm, I'm enjoying talking to my family about that, about the awakening with inside me and how I would like to see them to experiment with that, experiment with the power of imagination, imagine up a great life for themselves. So anyway, my youngest son told me this story yesterday that a couple of days ago, he was at work, works at a popular uh, fast food restaurant, 
and he said their butter, I guess it's liquid, it stays in liquid form, but their butter looks just like apple juice. And he said back there in the kitchen, he joked about how he'd love to drink it. He'd really love some apple juice. That remind, made him think of apple juice. And he joked about drinking the butter. But he, in that moment, he imagined a glass of cool apple juice. He would really like one. Now, we never buy apple juice. I haven't bought apple juice in years, not since the kids were babies. You know, and you mix it with the water and you stick it in their bottle. I don't know if that was good for their mouth or not, but we, had, we just don't buy apple juice. So anyway, he imagines drinking a, some apple juice yesterday, uh, day before yesterday, rather. My wife and daughter went school supply shopping. Yeah, you're right. They came home with a big old jug of apple juice. We don't ever buy apple juice, but my daughter just had a strange urging to drink some apple juice. She really wanted some apple juice. And they come home with it. And that's when my son tells me, you know, Dad, and he tells me the story about how he imagined this first. So I love hearing the stories and seeing it unfold in my children and in other people that I talk to. So I want to hear from you if you've had some experiences. or I know you are. I know you're experiencing. We're experiencing the result of our imagination all the time. But if you're realizing it or if you just have a question for me, uh, please email me at feelingtwisty at gmail.com. Or if it'd be easier, just follow me on Instagram at feelingtwisty and just message me there. All right, guys, I love you so much. This is Feeling Twisty.